Over 2 million Americans are in prison and approximately 70 million Americans have a criminal record. Bad Boys Jail and Juvenile Ministries believes the church has a unique capacity and calling to respond to the crisis of crime and incarceration. In response, we present Inside Out. And now, our hosts, Wilson and Rascal. Welcome to the Inside Out show and podcast. I'm Wilson along with Rascal. And hey, hey, hey. Is, yeah, this is where we spend time with each other, finding ways to help position ourselves with purpose for positive change. Because yes. in Jeremiah 29 at 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Well, today uh, we're hanging out at a bar. We are. Can you believe it? Yeah, a bar. Shirley's Bar and Girl in St. Charles. Yeah, that's on North 94. North 94, right on the highway. I hope you guys can hear all the, the noise that's going on here, the background or the front noise that's in front the front of us. Front noise, not behind, yeah. yeah. It's not behind us, it's in front of us. Well, we're here to support and participate in an event. Um, yes. That event is organized by a group called TigerLilyResources.org, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, it's a, an event to highlight um, and draw attention to human trafficking. Yes. And, and the, the, the nastiness of it. Let's just Yes, it, yeah. very nastiness of it. Right. And we are here kind of obviously with our podcast. Yep. But we're also here as a ministry called Unleashed Spirits. Unleashed Spirits Motorcycle Ministry. Right. So um, I'm going to let you give us a little bit of, uh, before we get into the Tiger Lily and the and the human trafficking event and whatnot, but I want you to give us a little bit of information about what is Unleashed. Okay, so I came out of the 1% world, and if anybody doesn't understand what 1% is, that just those are the MCs, the motorcycle clubs, and they eat, sleep, breathe. That is their world, is motorcycling. The motorcycle world breaks down to three different fractions. 89% are just guys that just like to get out and ride. Yeah, uh-huh. 11% are the ones that they belong to something, you know, like you, you'll see some of them out there that will be riding clubs and they'll wear patches and some of them are in military type things okay. like the AMVETs and so forth. Oh, yeah. So they belong, but they're not actually, they don't eat, sleep, breathe. The club but 1% of the motorcycle realm is they eat, sleep, breathe. That's, That's their the identity. MC. Yeah, yeah okay. and they normally run a three-part patch. A three-part patch? Three-part patch. What their patch on the back is, instead of it all being incorporated into one patch on their back, it's got a rocker at the top that okay. has their motorcycle name. Right. And then they have the insignia in the middle, and then below it is a territory rocker, whatever territory that they own or they ride within. So right. it's a three separate. So what what patch. is the unleashed rockers and so things? So unleashed is we incorporate all of ours into one, but our bottom rocker says Jesus is Lord. Nice for the men and the women actually run a rocker at the bottom that says property of Jesus Christ. Property of Jesus Christ. Yeah, because a lot of the girls in one percent were property of, and they are property of whoever they're with. The motorcycle club they're with? The club or with the individual. The individual. With. Wow. Yep. You said MC, but you have an MM. What is that? We have an MM. MM is motorcycle ministry. Versus a club. Motorcycle club and motorcycle ministry. So what does your ministry do as a motorcycle? So our ministry primarily ministers directly to 1%. Okay. Beings that I came out of that world, I felt that God was calling me to primarily minister directly to them. 
We actually minister to a club that owns this territory. Okay. And we, are you are you allowed to give that name or? Nah, yeah, we're not gonna give. <laughs> okay, that name. alrighty. But we actually help them in any way that we can, as far as if they need prayer. Um, I've done several funerals, memorial rides, and so forth for that particular MC. Okay. Alrighty. Yep. Wow. And I've been doing that since 2007. Okay. So we actually have a booth down here set up. Our guys are here today, and we're selling T-shirts. T-shirts. And, and, and giving out information. Yeah. yeah. So I was talking with a couple of your guys a while back, and they mentioned something about a, um, a truck stop ministry. Yes, we also what? do a truck stop ministry where we take gift bags to them that has, like, toothbrush, toothpaste, underarm deodorant, so forth in it. We present it to the truckers at the truck stop, and we ask them if there's anything that we can pray with them about, uh -huh. and they are amazed that somebody is doing that. Wow. We, I had one guy come up to us one time. We went up, and he started crying. Really? And he said, I've been a trucker for 38 years, and this is the first time anybody's ever approached me on a parking lot and asked to pray with me. Nice. Well, that's it's a great, great ministry. Well, we're here at an event called Kickstands Up ride out to end human trafficking in america that's a mouthful that's for a sure. mouthful right and of course that's sponsored or uh, organized by um tigerlilyresources.org but um we're going to get a shout out real quick to a couple of the sponsors we have news talk stl and they're a news analysis and opinion here in st louis st charles area and you can get to them by uh facebook news talk stl and we have the works this is a Personalized build for every room. That's what that's their tagline. That's cool. Yeah, and they're at the Works Home Services on Facebook, and the last one is called Freedom Fitness RN, Health, Beauty, and Wellness. Again, Ooh, I like that. Yeah, their Facebook page is Freedom Fitness RN. So we wanted to give a shout out to them. But this is called Kickstands Up. What's the kickstand thing? I mean, is well, that a well, anytime you have a ride. There's a certain time that everybody has to leave out. So what they say is everybody has to have their kickstands up, which means you're ready to ride. Ready to ride. By a certain time. Okay. Now, I was reading through this. I was reading through our, you, you posted something on your bad boys, on our bad boys page, something on the motorcycle page, and something on this kickstand up page. And it, it used the word Jericho ride, or what is that all about? So the Jericho ride is something that happens annually. I'm not exactly sure how many years it's been going on, but it's been going on a long time. But what it is, is it's motorcycle riders, primarily Christian motorcycle riders from all around the world. Right. And on a certain day, within the 24-hour period of uh -huh. that day, they all get together and do a ride around the closest city to them okay. and pray for the city. They call it the Jericho ride, obviously, mimicking... The, the Jericho the, Road? The Jer no, the Jericho marching around the oh, city okay. to yes. make the walls come down. So, so is this Jericho, is that, a, is that a Christian kind of bend? Or is it just it's a Christian organization that okay. started... And they just want motorcycle riders, primarily Christian bikers, to get out and pray for their local city. Uh huh. So on the same day every year, they all come together and do a ride around cities all around the world. So is today the day, or today is the day? So uh, June twenty fourth of this year is the day. Yep, you've done this obviously. Oh yeah, for many years. Many years. Okay, and uh, our it, guys just left out just a little bit ago to do their circle. Is there a specific distance they have to ride for a Jericho nope. ride? To, to it's no particular distance. It's usually within a hundred miles. A hundred miles around, you know, completely around a city and back, and 
They start out by praying before they leave. They ride around the city, and then they all come together and pray at the end. Okay. And then they eat food. You know, we yeah, all like to eat food. Oh, yeah. Right? Got to have food. That swallowship Fellowship. Yeah, swallowship. Swallowship. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I mean, I'm not a motorcycle guy. I mean, I do like them, and it was nothing that really I was never drawn to. But, you know, I know plenty of guys. I know you. I know a lot of other guys that have ride that ride motorcycles. So that sounds like a real neat way to kind of witness your faith a little bit. It is, and it reaches a whole group of people that may never enter a church door. Right, right, right. So It's kind of like taking it to the streets. Right. You know, taking Jesus to the streets. Right. So, well, ladies and gentlemen, I think you can hear the band warming up, whatever, yeah. and they're getting ready for that. I think the the festivities will really hit a high point when these riders come in here in a couple of hours because they're out riding this Jericho They're thing. out doing the ride right, right now. And I think there's one coming from Illinois. There's a group coming from Illinois. We had the Jericho ride doing the St. Louis side of it. Okay. And then we've got another group that's coming in from Illinois. Okay. That's going to be riding in the other direction. Right. And they're going to leave Hog Pit, and then halfway down the highway there, they're going to stop at Froggies. Froggies. And then end here at Shirley's. Shirley's. Okay, yeah. We're Shirley's on North 94 in uh, St. Charles. We're a little bit away from uh, Frogtown. I don't, you know where Frogtown is? Oh, Frog Town is Old Town, uh, St. Charles on Second Street. Some French people, Town. French Town. Some people yeah. don't like it called Frog Town, but that's when I moved here. That's what they were calling it was Frog Town. I know it as French Town. Yeah, French Town. This is the first time that quote unquote all three of the ministries have been together. We've got yes, the Unleashed. In a row. You've got the 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 Bad Boys Jail, and then you got the radio, podcast. the podcast. Yeah. So it's really kind of cool. It's a little bit hot out here, but we're dealing with the best we can. Yeah, you can go to our page and see pictures. Of today's event. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, we're going to take our first break and uh, let the dogs out or put them in because it's hot. And let the band roll. Let the band roll. Because so, they're going to, I think they're going to overwhelm us here shortly. I think they are. We'll be right back and uh, we hope you check out our page and check out, and we're going to give you the addresses of all these other uh, pages as well as we come back. But uh, we'll, we'll catch you on the other side. All right. Talk to you in a little bit. back we're here at um kickstands up kickstands up what, what's the bar name what this is shirley shirley bosher town 94 if anybody's ever been on the rat run the r- this is the starting point rat you never t- told me you were in the rats, rats. W- what's a rat run well it's not like mouse races okay it's right. actually a bunch of people riding motorcycles it's kind of like the Sturgis oh, okay. of this area. I'm, I'm going to stop making jokes. You said Sturgis. I got to stop making jokes about that. Oh, okay. But anyway, we're here at Shirley's North 94 in Bosher Town. <laughs> we're at an event that's being hosted by TigerLilyResources.org. And this event, we've talked about it before. This event is a very important event about human trafficking. Most importantly, the horrors of it and the need to shed light on it. And we have the 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 grand poobah meredith in the Meredith. house hey how are you 
How are you, Meredith? I'm very good. Yeah, Tiger Lily. Yes. Okay, you gave a little bit of your testimony up there, and you mentioned something about the Tiger Lily. Yes. Give us that Tiger Lily thing again, what the flower yes. does. So it represents, so the Tiger Lily flower is orange and brown. It's orange with brown speckles, and it represents the essence of feminine courage. The colors allude to self-worth and self-wealth, and it's the most aggressive lily of all of them. You take one down, and they immediately multiply and come back. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So they can't keep you down. Can't keep you down. Can't keep you We're down. Coming back with a vengeance. Right. Now, <laughs> before we get started, I'm yeah. going to ask you to give your info because we could talk for hours. I know we could. Mm. And ladies and gentlemen, guys and gals, if you want to get more information about what she does and kind of kind of expand on what we're about to talk about, she's going to give you the um where, where, where can they go? Yeah, so you mentioned our website, tigerlilyresources.org. I will spell it because we spell it different on purpose. So it's T-I-G-E-R-L-I-L-I resources. You know how to spell resources. Dot org. Okay. Right? Um, the L-I-L-I in Tiger Lily actually stands for live it, love it, life. Love it. Right? Oh, so it's pretty cool. It. Right? Live it. So, yeah. Now you got to put another LL on there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, that's like in parentheses, sure. right? All right. And then we're also on Facebook, uh, Tiger Lily Resources USA. Uh, we're on TikTok. We are on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Truth. We're on Getter. We're on Rumble. Rumble. We're on that's YouTube. what I Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm on Rumble more than YouTube because uh, YouTube doesn't like us. And <laughs> Rumble is our Imagine friend. Imagine that. I know, that's right? That's a shame. Yeah. That and Facebook doesn't like us either, but we're going to stay on there until they kick us off again. Wow. I'm going to read your mission. Okay, and then I want you to. I'm going to give you our tagline. You give. Can you give the tagline? You want me positioning to people with purpose for positive change. Okay, that's kind of our tagline. Ooh, so good. We always kind of ask our guests and the people that were around. How does your ministry? fit into that statement, so okay. to speak. Okay, here's your mission statement. To expose the dark realities of human sex trafficking in the United States of America by enlightening the multitudes to the truth of this crime, exposing buyers and sellers and serving survivors while supporting various ministries nationwide that are also in the fight. Yes. Wow. Very multifaceted. That's a mouthful. That, yeah. well, we got to get a new one now. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Ours can't hold candles. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I would say exposing the darkness. Yes. Because you mentioned on the stage mm -hmm. that this problem of human trafficking has lots and lots of facets to it, but it seems to be running under the radar. What does that mean, to run under the radar? It's right in front of your face and you don't see it. Um, a lot of times people have a kind of dramatized idea of what human trafficking is from different movies that they've seen, like Priceless or Taken, which things like that do happen, can happen, but it is very dramatized, romanticized. Um, but it's very under your nose um, because it happens a lot of times. Like our survivor said, she was friend to friend trafficking, right? It happens a lot, family members trafficking family members. And it's just very, it's not spoken about. And it's literally one of the biggest secrets in America. Like you said, the gas station across the yeah. street, it could be going on right there. Absolutely. If you sat outside long enough, you and, and not even too terribly long, you could spot somebody, somebody doing something that That's they should amazing. not be. Yeah. Amazing. Before we do a show, I always try to find a scripture or two, and mm -hmm. I, I'm like, God, lay on my heart what to give. These were the ones that I was given. Second Timothy 2, 25 and 26. Opponents must be gently instructed in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to a knowledge of truth, and that they will be will come to their senses and escape yeah. from the trap Amen. of the devil 
who has taken them captive yeah. to do his will. Uh-huh. And then Galatians 5.1. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by the yoke of what, Meredith? Slavery. Slavery. Can I add something to that Second Timothy verse? Okay. Yeah. When you got that verse, were you thinking of it in the lines of the victims? Obviously, yes. Yeah. I'm going to challenge you on that, too. It does apply to the victims, but absolutely, that applies to the buyers. Wow. Very much so. Because if you think about people that are happy and whole, yeah. they don't do that to people. They don't look at a person as, as an item, as something for self-gratification. So that literally, opponents must be gently instructed in the hope that God will grant them repentance. Wow. Right? Leading them to the knowledge of the truth. Right. Happy right. whole people don't do that. No. Right? Yep. And then they will come to their senses and escape from the trap of the devil. Pornography is the trap of the devil. All of it. All yeah. of it's trap of the devil. Yep. He who has who has taken them captive to do his will. Yep. They're captive. Yes. I liked what you said when you were asking him about this this particular verse. And you used the word, you might have used the word position because we use that a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. What you said was that we need to reposition our perspective yeah. on who, not who the victim is, but I mean, truly speaking, if you really want to get down to Jesus' love, they're both victims. Yes. Right. Oh, yeah. Big right? Time. Yes. So positioning ourselves to have a different perspective on mm-hmm. who the victims are and how deep that victimhood is. Right. Yep. How deep it's rooted. And honestly, when we started the uh, men's outreach, Men of Valor, um, there, it was a two-part, and it was to reach the broken hearts of men. They they deserve redemption also. Oh, you know, they're yes. broken. Otherwise, yeah. they wouldn't be doing that. Yep. And Jesus will not turn his back on them. Nope. You know, and if we can disrupt the the buying of it, then there is no business anymore. Right, right, so, right, right. Yeah. It, it's just, it's so cool. Um, now, you did speak a little bit up, up, up on the stage about how God led you to this. Yeah. Some really cool stuff. Is your testimony on your or on your Facebook page or on your webpage? That's probably on our YouTube page from a couple of years ago. Okay, so yeah. they they can. Dig YouTube into that. is still up. Uh huh. But you got to look for us. Right, <laughs> real briefly, could you give us a couple of methods you use to fulfill that purpose or that mission that I just read? The newest one that we're doing, we actually have our own video podcast series that we just started doing, um, Traffic Stop, Real News Sex Trafficking. And I started doing that uh, in 2020. It kind of birthed. It was uh, July of 2020. We had a small group of our most involved volunteers and donors and maybe 25 of them. And we were just getting ready to launch our coffee. So we were doing a tasting and brainstorming. And I had very basic questions for the people that were most involved with us. And the question were when you hear human trafficking what do you think of what does it look like in your community how bad is it what does it look like in the country how bad is it what is the cause of human trafficking and then besides us who else do you know of that's fighting it and the resounding answer was I don't know Wow. And that was our people, you know, so I'm like epic failure that I'm not conveying the the message properly. So I really prayed about it and I was like, what's the best avenue to really educate people on it? And so traffic stop, we started interviewing people that are frontline. So I interviewed um, so far, interviewed an FBI agent that's on the trafficking task force, emergency room nurses, survivors, other ministries. I interviewed a professor with criminal justice and her involvement in human trafficking. And it just shines the true light of what it looks like in 
America right. because it's so misconstrued. Right. So that's one part of raising super huge awareness. But secondly, we do have a safe home um, that's in Jersey County. It's about 45 minutes outside of St. Louis. Um, it's not operating right now because we have to get our septic drain field repaired. Sure. And that's what this fundraiser was for. Um, so we're still aiming towards that. And there's other opportunities that we have of just improvement overall of the ministry. Um, but at the safe home, we can serve uh, five adult female survivors at a time for emergency placement. So they come into our place straight off the street, straight out of jail, out of the hospital. People refer them into us and they stay with us for just a couple nights. Okay. And you know, a lot of times they're just, well, all the time they're just exhausted. So they sure. sleep until they can't sleep anymore. We feed them so good. We just love them back to life. And then when they start getting stir crazy, we help them get onto their next healing journey of right. a long-term placement. I'm going to give out our, our address. We're at PO Box 125 Flint Hill, Missouri, 63346. Now, ladies and gentlemen, um, if you know of somebody that might need this resource, uh, give us a, a shout out because what you said, you said you give them an oasis for a day or two or whatever, and then you help them find yes. their placement. Yes. I've been doing our ministry for five, six years, and one of the biggest hurdles I find is identifying resources mm -hmm. for people because they'll come to you and they'll go, what can I do? I need help. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, seriously, this is a resource, a resource for us as a resource for you. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. This yeah. is great. Yeah. great and stuff. also be in prayer for what she's doing because as she's already expressed with Facebook, wanting to shut her down, yeah. we need to realize that this we're not just battling against sex traffickers. We're battling against, I'm talking about billions yes. of dollars yes. that are going to politicians and all these different these networks out there that are blocking what she's doing. Mm -hmm. They're trying to stop what she's doing because it shuts down their industry. Yes. It begins to close that industry and they're making billions off of this. Yeah, and honestly, I'm not afraid or ashamed to say this. Our government is the biggest culprits for facilitating human trafficking in our yep. country. Yep. Right. It's really disgusting and we are absolutely shining the brightest light on it. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Well, before we close out, we're going to go over some statistics here. Um, actually, they're myths. We're just going to go over a few of them. And, and ladies and gentlemen, this is a chance for us as this podcast panel, so to speak, is yeah. to shed some awareness on this. You can't fix something that you can't see. Right. right. And once you see it, you can't unsee it. Right. right. So here's a myth. Human trafficking only affects the victim. And what does the truth say on that? The truth is the crime of human trafficking is a symptom of a societal problem, which is so true. So true. Our society is hypersexualized. Yep. And it feeds From into kindergarten it. On. Yes. Yeah. Wow. We normalize. Right. We normalize sexuality right. like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's go ahead with the next one. This would be uh, human trafficking only happens to children. And the truth is, since 2012, the National Hotline cases reported 62% are adults. 62% yes. wow. are adults. Yep. It's the crime of the most vulnerable. So nobody's exempt from it. If it's anybody that's in a vulnerable situation of finances or a broken heart or looking for connection, looking for attention, the predators know that and they feed on it. And that's their next victim. Wow. Yes. Vulnerability. And I know I'm guilty of this next one. Okay. Because I didn't realize this. You, you mean you believe the myth is what you're I saying? I believe the myth. And what yes. is that myth that you believe? Human trafficking only happens to women. 
And the truth of the matter is that it happens to about 18% of men also. And I was interviewing a ministry that's out of Kansas City, Missouri, Rehope. And I usually don't, I don't get shaken too easy. And I've heard a lot of things. And he was telling me, I could take you right now to downtown Kansas City and I can show you two areas that is known for homeless teenagers. And I can show you where the boys are being trafficked right right now. Oh my goodness. Broke my heart. Wow. Wow breaks my heart too it can be paralyzing yeah yeah you know in your heart you're just like there's nothing i can do but you are doing something right and we want others to help you do this how would they get a donation to you how would they reach out as donations on our website we've got an online donation portal um we are on venmo cash app paypal all of those it's uh at tiger lily resources and you know we're actually calling out to people to get a stir in their hearts to want to take action as far as hosting a home like there's not enough services in the country at all for uh, survivors and our model is absolutely able to be duplicated and we're looking for willing people that have the heart to do it and to be trained up to do it and you know in Missouri I said on stage there's only nine services in the state that serve survivors specifically and it's less than 20 beds for all of these survivors and I had mentioned if you go online to one one website where you are able to purchase people for sex in one day in one metro area there's over 300 opportunities oh my so that math doesn't add up no so yeah we're looking to encourage people into this fight donations help tremendously tremendously but we would love to train people up too those donations are tigerlilyresources.org yes and if you know of anybody who's stuck and they need help definitely get a hold of her yes and that facebook page again please tiger lily resources usa usa wow well i have to say we, we've been looking forward to this for a while. Yes. Yes. Uh, I've been excited. <laughs> yeah. I, I think uh, Rask and I have reached a new paradigm. We're not going to go in his kitchen anymore. <laughs> right? right? Yeah. That's where it began. No. That's where it's it much began. more fun on the road. Right. And, yeah. and we enjoy... We enjoy these things. We enjoy this. And as you said from the stage, and you didn't use these words, but this is what you said, uh, large things come from small beginnings. That's right. Yep. Yep. And we look forward to uh, meeting you again, your next event. Yeah. um, And watching the doors just fly open. We're ready for it. We feel it coming. We know it's coming. You did a great girl. Thank Thank you you so much. Thank you. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for coming and listening to us. This is Bad Boys Jail Ministry, P.O. Box 125, Flint Hill, Missouri, 63346. And this is where we help position each other with purpose for positive change. Remember, don't let the devil's schemes control your dreams. Goodbye, guys and gals. Bye.